Ian, you paying attention? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, just making sure. <laughs> McMichael, what's up? What's going on, gentlemen? Ian, what's up? I was expecting the ew. Oh, I didn't something well, like that. I don't want to scare anybody now because I don't I don't know how loud this is. To me, I've got the volume down very low and the gain turned up like three quarters. So I don't know what it's going to sound like if I turn the volume up even louder and then scream into the microphone. So I just choose not to. Well, I apologize if I blow out your eardrums. No, that's fine. Uh, all right, boys. So we have a, a season finale to talk about, and I definitely think it's a season finale. Uh, by the way, everybody, thanks for coming into uh, episode six of the complete collection. Uh, we're talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Season one, episode six came out today. Uh, I think we're going to do things a little bit differently because McMichael, you just wrapped up watching it. I just wrapped up watching it like an hour ago. So there really hasn't been a lot of time for uh, for either of us to think about it. Uh, I didn't take notes this week. So even if you took half notes, it's not going to matter. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get your guys thoughts on, first of all, the the finale. So the episode as a as a whole. Uh, I want your take on that. And then a little bit later, I want us to talk about the series as a whole. So fresh on your mind. I don't know if you want to make sure that the thoughts stay there or uh, me. And I don't know if you want to go first, but who's uh, who's going to take the reins? On- I'll go. Uh, so so okay. I was going to say, I want my Michael because watched- he looks like he's he, he, I watched he's like the first half chomps. an hour. Yeah, I watched the first half an hour around like noon today, Eastern Eastern time. And um, I was like, oh, my God, I was taking notes. I was totally pumped. Um, my daughter was sleeping. Um, I was I was, I was like, wow, this is like this is like awesome. And then I had to stop because daddy duties took over. Uh, my daughter woke up and I was like, oh, man, like if this is the first half an hour, what is the second half an hour going to be like? Well, I just finished the second half an hour. And I'm kind of disappointed. But yeah, it ended, I mean. As a complete series, again, I think they summed it all up. But I, I again, slightly disappointed. Uh, me and go ahead. I wanna, I wanna hear what you got. Uh, I'll say as a, just first as a series overall, good. I think that there were eh, dislikes, likes. I, I don't really know which out. My mind's changing a lot. I don't know really what outweighs what at certain points. But kind of like McMichael, um. A little disappointed towards the end of it, but overall, I thought this last episode was pretty good. I thought that they introduced a lot of uh, a lot of different things that we might see later on in the MCU in this last episode. But uh, overall, I mean, I thought it was pretty good. No, not too many complaints. I mean, I'm gonna tell you exactly. I'm gonna say exactly what I said to you uh, when we first started talking about this episode today. I think they nailed Sam's costume. The new Captain America costume—they oh. absolutely nailed it. McMichael, what'd you think of it? I, I I was very impressed how they, like I said, the end, like the first thirty minutes of the episode, and how they introduced him, and how like it was the whole like presence of like I'm gonna be Sam Wilson, but he had that like Steve Rod, like the mid airplane, the mid uh, helicopter fight. I gotta go stop and go save the other heli- the other uh, uh, pilots because you know they're gonna crash and die. Like you know, 
human life is more important than getting the job or the task done. So like, like how they introduced him and how they showed it spot on. I was very, very happy with that. Yeah. I think they, they did a great job of giving us an actual uh, Captain America, a Steve Rogers replacement, which what we've been talking about throughout this series. The one thing that I will say and complain about with the costume, they, I don't read the Sam Wilson, Captain America stuff. I really don't read a lot of Captain America stuff, but the ears poking out of the head, like the half headpiece, can't you just cover the whole thing up? That can't be comfortable flying, by the way. No, it's got to yeah. be cold. But what about uh, the wind? I mean, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Exactly. Like the sounds, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I thought you meant if they covered them. Well, if they, I mean, yeah, if they covered them, you'd be more aerodynamic, too. So it would, you'd be like a speeding bullet. You'd be wind, like a, wind resistance. Yeah, you'd be more wind resistant. Um Maybe maybe that's that's two point outfit. Maybe that's for like you know the next could be could be. Maybe that's like yeah. maybe 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 that's the movie upgrade. It's Anthony the Mark Matthews one. got time to just say, hey, you know, can we do something about the? Everything else is great, but can we just do something about the ears? And it really it is. It really is the like the colors, the it's way clean. the shield pops, like when he's using it, when he's you got it on his back. The because Torres coming. is going to show up with the ear flaps, and then Sam's going to be like, oh shit, I didn't think of that. Like yeah. because <laughs> he's going to be like, can I get those back? Yeah, (laughs) because this is the uh, yeah, because this is the first iteration of a Falcon costume where we get any type of headpiece because before he was just using goggles. There wasn't any coverage of his neck or his his face or anything like that. So because he's got to be somewhat incognito as Captain America now, I guess we've got to uh, we've got to hide his face, even though everybody knows who he is, knows who he is. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. I don't know. Um, but no, I think they, they did. They did do a really, really good job with the uh, with the costume. McMichael, you talk about how the first half of the episode was was good, like it had you pumped and you're kind of looking forward to things. This to me was if we take all six episodes and we do that binge watch and we look at it as a movie, this is the resolution. It's the final act. So whenever you complain about the last 15 minutes of a movie, the second half of this episode or the last 15 minutes of a movie where you have to kind of set things up going forward and leave some cliffhangers, but tie some knots and don't leave that many loose ends. Like we'll, we'll get into some of the, uh, the Sharon Carter stuff as well. Um, but I just feel like they they they're getting away from their formula. This was very this is a carbon copy of WandaVision. Oh, I disagree. Same, I totally exact, disagree. Okay. So the exact same fighting scene, the end the end finale, how it was. I think WandaVision's finale was better. Um, but I think like how it was set up and what they're doing, because like you said, like for a series and and for the magnitude of this universe to then have to leave some questions, leave the open tail for the next story to come in and take over and stuff like that. That's great. But they usually do that with the end credit scenes to leave you like wondering. So like with WandaVision, the two end credit scenes, the very last one to me was like the whole series to me. Like that's what I was waiting for was that very last end credit scene, right? This one, seriously? Like the Sharon Carter end credit scene? And then I was like, I fast forward, I went through, I kind of skipped through, I was about to ask you guys when we first came on, like, did I miss something, guys? Because like, it it was it's not it, their typical formula. Because where they where they left off? Because again, if we're going to count the very end with with John Walker, that scene at the very end, um, 
I mean, that could have been its own end credit scene as far as I'm concerned. To give that as the very end of the episode was a waste. Yeah. Or they could have done like two end credit scenes like they did with... I mean, if you knew Black Widow was taking forever to come out, if you know that Shang-Chi is the next thing, and we'll get into the whole Sharon Carter thing because I, I think that's what it is, but well, McMichael, I would have liked a little bit more. more. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned this, I think, beforehand, and I was talking to Mara about this before we went on the show. You talked about how there might be something in Black Widow maybe involving Ross that we haven't seen yet. So maybe that's maybe they cut out a credit scene that we were supposed to see. Oh, that's a good point. No, no, no. Correct. And, and I agree because I asked uh, Mar the other day and I'll ask you again right now. Have you watched the Shang-Chi trailer more than I once? Did. Okay. Uh, so to, Twice, maybe. I, I, I would watch it again. I, and, and then I watch a broke, uh, breakdown of the, the trailer itself just to kind of see maybe some of the other crazy background stuff. I didn't, you know, I don't have time to sit there with a microscope with. And <laughs> um, I was telling, I was telling Nick, like, a lot of the things that they're like that familiar background, like Shang Chi and the and the, the that that has been set in our mind since the very first Iron Man. And it's crazy because the terrorists who are in that group are part of the Ten Rings because the mm. flag that they have in the back when they have Tony Stark's is the Ten Rings. So this whole thing has been weaved into twenty years, and we're just going to start seeing it now. So I feel like when they reveal when they they move the veil, and we actually yeah. see the intertwinings of like oh like what his group has done or what they've been doing to mandarin i that's great but i feel like they should have showed more i don't know they should have just more i mean i'm yeah. paying for this shit yeah. a monthly I want no more. no that's the whole point <laughs> they want you to want more they want you to want more it's like Ka-ching. a drug they get you addicted and then you start paying for it and they get you as a child they get you hooked as a child and then once you start making money as an adult they make you responsible for yourself <laughs> oh my god can't believe that i just said that it's thanks ted together. talks Appreciate yeah <laughs> um all right so yeah then let's get into sharon carter and uh the all the theories that we had as power broker spoilers Disgusting. she's the power broker i was last week i was hoping that they were just going to leave that open-ended because i said who were they going to either introduce as a new character or reveal as a character we know Wait, 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 no, 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 no. Wait. hold on. No, no, I gotta, I gotta go back before you even continue. Sorry, you don't even I know go what back. I'm gonna say. No, you gotta go back though beforehand because we skipped over it. Okay, when Sam was telling Buggy that I have like a special guest or a special appearance coming, did you really think it was Sharon Carter? Uh, no, I thought it was gonna be Torres, or I thought it was gonna be like I said, I thought it was gonna be maybe War Machine to be honest because when the truck was falling off the thing, I thought, oh, it was like, I didn't think about that um, at all. <laughs> um, cross my mind. They could, only what, afford, what, they could only afford Don Cheadle for one day. Because the only thing to me is like when Sharon Carter took off her mask or took off the the, the mask or the hologram thing that she had on, um, Sam was kind of like, oh, is that you, Sharon? Like, it made it seem like it was a surprise, too. Like, he wasn't expecting it to be Sharon yeah. Carter there. So that's why I'm like, felt unfulfilled again with nothing happening with nobody else. So did, sorry, you, guys at all, did you guys at all, at all think that Captain America, Steve Rogers was going to show up. A lot of people were under that no. per impression. I was never under that impression. I mean, he'd have to come out with the Tesseract, and then that would have been like we crazy are, fucking. Right. <laughs> Listen, we are not getting anything in these TV shows that's going to reveal something big. We're two, we're two series right. in, and everything that has been rumored or talked about or theorized or hyped up has not happened. We didn't get a Mephisto in WandaVision. We didn't get a Steve Rogers appearance in in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. We didn't get any X-Men stuff in either one of these. You know, I guess they they're planting seeds and building towards some things, but 
I'm very comfortable admitting and, and saying from this point forward, and maybe Loki will throw us for a loop because we do involve ourselves with, with time travel and that, but yeah. we're not getting any real universe altering uh, events that happen in these series or even cameos or anything like that. Like Don Cheadle is going to be the highest we get. Yay. <laughs> no, it's not saying that we don't have things to look forward to. I'm just saying they're not going to reveal all the big stuff in a TV show because. What, what, when's The Mandalorian coming back on? <laughs> when's The Mandalorian coming back? Oh, yeah. the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, my point is like, I might have to cancel my subscription until then. So. <laughs> well, that's because you didn't grow up in the generation of Sweet Life and Zach and Cody and Ferb uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. Timeless classics, even Stevens. We're getting a little off track here. Um, what? All right. So, did you guys? Because I, like I was saying with Power Broker, I was expecting them to just kind of like leave that character alone and not tell us anything about it. So for for Sharon to be the Power Broker, I'm thinking to myself, when did this happen and why did this happen and what was the reason for this happening? Because I think we already heard. I think we already got that from her. How did she end up in Madripoor again? Because she was fleeing well, from the right, the U.S. Yeah, and world, she was really. in Madripoor for five years. Like, was she there the entirety of the blip? Can we assume? Yeah, that's what that's what she made it sound like. It was that she was there for the entirety of the blip, and she raised in the power during that time period. Well, even before um, that, because she got in trouble during Civil War, which I don't know how many years that is before Infinity War happened. Uh, it's, I think it's I think that turns years? out. So I think years? it was two years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a year. Um. So, like, in the time period of what it is, like, I had told Nick, like, from now watching the Shang-Chi, I think that she's, like, talking to, like, the, um... The Mandal I want to say uh, Mandalorian. I, yes. <laughs> Mandarin. The Mandarin, yeah. Um, so, I think that's Star who Wars she's, crossover. like... Yeah. I think that's who gave her the power or gave her the funding or gave her, like, like whatever. I mean, that's where I, I'm going with it now. From the yeah. trailer and where they ended it, that, that's my theory now going, going there. I mean, we kind of mentioned this beforehand... Like I said to you, Nick, before the show, like we kind of mentioned that, like, can sh would Sharon be the power broker? I mean, it didn't seem not possible, but I mean, seeing how much power she kind of had in the latter or whatever episode they were in Madripoor, exactly, it kind of makes sense. I mean, I don't know, like, she's clearly she was trying to plan something because she asked Carly to come back and work for her. I don't know, like, I'm not shocked, but I'm not like too thrilled about it. Well, I don't know. I, I'm weird. just I'm just confused. What was her? I'm going to have to go back and, and rewatch that episode, which I have no problem doing, because that is by far my favorite episode in the entire series is that that third one where they sprung uh, Zemo from jail. I am confused now what her role was during that episode, because it seemed as though she had some power and she was very present in controlling her so like wasn't she in that bar scene and and she was the one that was like hey power broker wants to see you or something like that like no she wasn't she wasn't in any she she didn't show up until after they left because she was the one who I helped kill them when they were running no, away I, no, she, I think she wasn't she in the bar scene when uh they pretended that she uh, had the Bucky hood on they didn't really show her again. but she had the hood on and then like the big reveal is when she took her hood off and she oh was okay like, yeah, boom yeah, what's yeah. up because that's when the assassin was in the window and they ran outside yeah, and she yeah. showed up. All right, yeah, so yeah. they're yeah, because they're talking oh, to the guy in the bar, the power broker. Because the guy, the sniper, that's obviously one of the power broker's people. 
that's you know that's what i was saying that's what i was saying if you go back i think that's uh, exactly what i was saying so the person the girl that picked her up is probably the sniper yeah yeah. Which was everything that we pretty much predicted during that. I'm sure if yeah. we go back yeah. and listen to what our thoughts were during that episode, we just predicted the entire thing. That's why I'm saying, like, the mystique in this ep in this series wasn't there for me like it was with WandaVision. Everything kind of just played out the way that they were telling you. There was no opportunity for you to really theorize, oh, what's going to happen? What like it was just the story that they wanted to tell. Like I, because so. I changed my Disney Plus profile picture uh, today. <laughs> oh, <wow>. <laughs> it <laughs> was Thanos for the last. Roll before it, that. it was it was Thanos from the beginning because uh, I'm a huge Infinity Gauntlet person. Um, but I switched it to Zemo today because they offered Zemo picture. Ooh. So I, I'll, I'll, I changed it to Zemo today. And how the episode ended? Very happy. I changed it to Zemo. He's he's probably now became become. My, my favorite MCU character right yeah. now. Yeah. All right. Let's yeah. let's let's talk about that as well. So, uh, like you said, how the episode ends, it's almost like we're getting these. And actually, I can pull it up because I was a little bit confused, and I had to look up exactly who it was that they were talking about when they said there's one flag smasher that's like resurfaced. Um, from the, was he the, the Hudson or something where he got dropped off in a river somewhere, which that dude should be dead because it looked like he fell from like 1200 feet out of a helicopter. And uh, the other four or three members of the flag smashers are being transported into a bus or a van of some sort. And they go into the raft, I'm assuming. Yeah. To, to yeah. take them somewhere. And then we get a little mention one world, one people from uh, a, a guard. Yeah. And I actually I, I also want to mention there's a theory that on Reddit that I saw that that soldier said it because he was working for da, 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 Zemo, who had his fucking Alfred blow up the van and kill the flag smashers. <laughs> this fucking, but the, the theory is that that guy said that to almost give them like a false sense of peace. And then that their a false sense of security, thought, yeah, false yeah, sense yeah, of security. Yeah. yeah. And right. so their last thought would have been like, Hey, we're going to make it. And then boom, they, they're just incinerated. What, it, what a fucking villain Zemo is though. What a villain. Unbelievable. He's always, three, always three moves ahead. He's Crazy. incredible. But then as we get to Val at the end, her Adam saying, Hydra. did I plan this? Did I not plan this? Did I really plan this? Like, Again, her her presence on what it is is like again the manipulation of if I put these people together in a room, like this is what's going to happen. So, I think she kind of again I, I manipulated all this to really kind of happen. But how was she the one that would have chosen John Walker? Because it seemed like he would have been the obvious choice among not civilians but non Avenger characters to replace Steve Rogers as Captain America. Like this is a guy who accomplished it all as a soldier. But I, but I think how she views it and how she says it at the end. So, you know, spoiler alert again, if you haven't seen it, you know, John Walker comes out as US agent. Yay. You know, we were the, all waiting for that, but the exact same um, costume, just black, you know, cause things are going to get dark around this bitch. Um, so with, with those comments kind of being said um, and, and they're going in that direction um, and us mentioning Zemo, the one thing that I was hoping for was, again, maybe the end credit scene with Ross talking to Zemo or Ross standing in the middle of the raft being like, listen up guys, this is what's going down, like, this is your opportunity like, I was hoping for that whole like, you know, 
suicide squad type of speech like you know kind of kind of happening because you know that's where I'm, you know whether they go thunderbolt or they go dark avengers i mean we're definitely fine, gonna get but, one of the two but but is this where they introduce deadpool then to introduce everybody I, which was something that I said in in a previous recording that wouldn't it be something if their transition or their introduction to the, the expansion of the universes or the, the timelines or whatever you wanted to say was through Deadpool. The one character that's already been established in these movies as the fourth wall breaking, I know what's going on, sort of meta reference. But remember, the end of the character. second movie, he got the time machine. Yeah. So they were kind of, again, if you look at it, with Loki not having the Tesseract and kind of splitting off a whole bunch of shit, Kang coming in the next Ant-Man movie, and now Deadpool, if they really want to tie it all in together, because they said it's going to happen. So you got three crazy motherfuckers playing with time right now where I think this is like maybe yeah. the cataclysm that they think is like it's going to happen where like it would be great to see John Walker go after Deadpool. Like I get to see the lines between them two guys. Oh, God, it would be fucking great. Like, All right. So looking forward, then let's let's do a little a little sneak preview into future Marvel properties, because I all of a sudden started thinking about the Spider-Man movie that's coming out. Uh, no Way Home. Right. Is that what they're calling it? Because I don't want to call it Spider-Man 3, which is what everybody calls it on the internet, and it confuses the hell out of me. Because it's already a Spider-Man 3? Exactly. So, No Way Home. I'm almost positive that has to be, has to, has to, has to be the first real introduction of time travel or universe hopping or whatever outside of Loki. That's going to be our first real possibility of getting some type of character from a different movie property that we've seen before possibly being recast like if if we're gonna see like a uh hugh jackman as wolverine which i don't know if they're gonna do that i'm just using it as an example that Was would there be an the opportunity with that though it. well they said that alfred molina is gonna be playing dr octopus from the Spider-Man, Sam Rami, Sam Rami from his, universe. Yeah, from yeah, his yeah. universe. So we get universe hopping, but that's a character that we've already seen in the past associated right. with Spider-Man. So you could say this is just like live action Spider-Verse, but to expand it and start doing stories with characters that they haven't met on screen yet or right. they haven't been associated with in their universe, I think would be more of a bold prediction about well, that. And I'm already taking, I'm taking this shit with a grain of salt already. But we have to at, at this point. We have to guess because you know what? It could be him. It could be Doctor Octopus for one second from a weird blip and a crystal ball showing that universe. Like I am yeah. not going to show that this motherfucker is going to be the goddamn like antagonizer in this movie. Like I'm not. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not giving it in already. Yeah. But uh, but getting back to Falcon and Winter Soldier, would you would you guys say that as a whole the series? satisfied your expectations or gave you some anticipation or you're looking forward to the next chapter in this story? I think they have to change it up. So WandaVision, how they broke it down with the TV series for the TV series as a whole, like again, with the going back to the genres of TV to tell their story. Um, I think it was great to start off again, Disney plus or start these series. I would have rather seen now of a collective of this six episodes as like a Disney fucking like movie, like a lifetime movie. Like I would have rather have seen this as the full two and a half hours or three hours. Cause there could have been tons of shit that could have been cut. Like 
Do we need 10 minutes of him carrying Carly to the fucking ground? Like, I get it. I get, thanks, Zack Snyder. You know what I'm saying? For the, for the Snyder cut of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I would have rather have seen, I think, as a collective whole now, because like I said, the, the things that were pulling at me week to week, again, with the, some of the racial tones for them to sum it up, I think they did a really good job of, again, empowering Sam and Sam carrying that presence. And then the talk with Isaiah and how Isaiah kind of turned at the end and everything. Um, I think that was like a very, very good uh, conclusion for that. Um, but I think as a whole, of a mo- I would have enjoyed it more of a movie than going to back to have to watch six episodes. Right now. Yeah. Mean, what about you? Would you say that it, it lived up to your expectations or are you looking forward to the next chapter in this story? Yeah, I'm looking forward to what uh, whatever's going to come out of this. You know, as much as they introduced, I think we're on to something with, you know, Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers, whatever it may be. But my, McMichael brings up a good point when, uh, oh, Jesus, I just had it. Uh, living up to expectations, I don't know if I would say that because, again, there was a ton of shit that they could have cut out. You know, like, uh, not the Sam, you know, training with the shield montage that would stay in there. But for the past two episodes, we said, you know, there's filler. It's like it's filler stuff. You could have cut all that out. And I'm sure there's fill. I, I can't really think off the top of my head of, you know, the first three episodes before that, what filler stuff would be in there. But for the past two episodes, us really saying that's kind of what took away from the show. Yeah. I mean, you could have just cut this down and made a movie. So that's what kind of sucks about the series. But other than that, I thought it was, you know, I thought it was good. I liked it. I didn't hate it. But that's that's the one thing that kind of holds. That's one of the anchors that's hold that holds me down about the show. All right. So, so like, Mar, so Samar, so hold on. I got to ask you a, a counter question with this, sure. right? So or maybe me and because we haven't got into this, right? Me and did you watch any of the WB shows or CW or whatever the fuck their now acronym is? Are you talking about like the Flash and Green Flash, Arrow, Arrowverse, all that other shit or whatever? Uh, it is, right? Not not so, really. The one thing that I would always hear or that I always heard is that, again, DC, when it comes to TV, knocks it out the park. DC's yeah. animation, as I told Nick, for most of the time, I think they knock it out the park. Their movies lately, trying to live up to Marvel's world, right? So Netflix had Marvel properties, and they turned nobody properties into fucking household names, right? Like, some of the, the shows that were on, like, my fiance loves Punisher. Like, the most violent fucking goddamn... Marvel character and TV show that they have, she fell in love with that show. Like I didn't care for it, she loved it. Jessica Jones, I I've heard from people she, like she their liked, take she started is, watching that. Like no, Jessica I've heard Jones that also. the villain in Jessica Jones, I've heard is the most evil villain in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But like, but you go to then also Daredevil, and they were talking about like you know Vincent D'Onofrio. Are, are they going to try to recast uh, like the Kingpin character, right? And but so watching that series, I mean the last season I wasn't a big fan of, but the first two ser- uh, seasons. Lights out. I thought it was very, very good. I was hoping that they were going to introduce that particular daredevil into the MCU because it was that strong of a presence, right? So what the fuck are you doing wrong? Like, yeah. this this six episodes that you showed us, again, why would you just not make a movie? Why would this not just be, a, like, an extra 30-minute end credit scene? Like, I feel like you could have summed this all up because now, if you're not going to give us a second season of this, who cares? Right. Like, like, why, like, like what was the point of this? Because, like I said, like... But the end credit scene in two of these other movies could have summed up this whole entire six six hours. Yeah, I think uh, I think the number one reason why they made it as a TV show and they didn't do it as a movie is because they felt as though they had to take two characters and transition them into the next generation, or, or I guess we could just say the next phase of of Marvel. Uh, you're taking a legacy character like Captain America, Steve Rogers, and you're replacing him with kind of like his understudies. 
why do I give a damn about his understudies? Why do I root for a character that is uh, a former mass murdering terrorist soldier creature, whatever you want to call him? Or why would I care about this guy who's nothing more than like a gimmick character who was blipped away and then brought back, but all he does is like fly wings. Like I have to give reasoning for these characters to exist and replace Captain America. I but think, I think to your, by, to, but by taking the time in a television series to break down both of them and give them two separate storylines that kind of tied together, you could do that in a TV series. That would be very difficult to pull off in a movie because you'd feel like you were watching probably two separate movies. Mara, so you've had this conversation with me, and again, i got to bring up DC again, right? So you have the whole issue with how does Batman ever really fit into fighting cosmic superpower people, right? Because he's Batman. No, I I get it, but but ultimately, same thing. John Walker can't keep up with the super soldiers because he's not a fucking super soldier, right? The only reason why Falcon can because he's got fucking vibranium in. Hold on, i I got to pause this real quick and say this. The chair that took yeah. down the shield my notes. in the that was very in my notes. first fight. Okay, thank you. I'm in glad my that's, notes. that's the only thing I want to yeah. say. Okay, keep going. If it was John Walker's shield word, it's fucking vibranium. Exactly. Like, like, yeah, okay. Exactly. <clears throat> so, and I don't know where I was going with that whole thing. Sorry. So, okay, word. Yeah, let's keep it moving. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, we we were talking about how, uh, like, how is Batman on Justice League? Oh, so... Now introducing Captain Marvel and some of these other characters of now going into space and now seeing Sword with Samuel L. Jackson and then uh, Secret Invasion is going to be another series, I don't know, next year or whatever, however the timeline is, right? You downgraded characters that we spend 20 years with right now. You just turned Captain America into, again, the lower level TV series because you can't hang with fucking Captain Marvel and these people. Right, exactly. So, so the next Avengers movie, Falcon's supposed to be leading these people? No, no. But that's but that's what I'm saying. But like, but Steve Rogers led us for 20 years because he could. No, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, but I, I also don't think that Steve Rogers could keep up with Captain Marvel. But like, God, Anthony Mackie to me for his uh, plethora of uh, movie. listings or how how many uh, movies he's get offered or how I think the uh, word you're looking for is diversity yeah his uh, diversity yeah um he could probably be a tv actor now so signing him long term i can see that that might benefit him sebastian oh, yeah, stan for for what he's done and kind of like the things and other projects he can get into i can see why it might be more difficult for him to sign maybe a long-term tv contract let alone the huge secret movie contract that he signed with marvel or whatever the project thing was but that's what i'm saying like make it a series then like, when WandaVision was coming out, I wasn't expecting more than one season of WandaVision. After watching this series and how you kind of downgraded Captain America and Winter Soldier, like, Winter Soldier's like a pussy to me now. Sorry. Like, well, he's human. What? I said he's human. <laughs> I, I, he's I, no, I know. He's but no longer like, like a weapon. He c- Correct. So he's got a you heart. Just da- you just now made them TV series people. So then I, I wanted you to make it a TV series then. Yeah, which I do think we're getting a second season. I think I read something the other day, or I saw a headline and was too lazy to click on the actual article saying something about how... Because what are you going to do with these characters? Right. 
we're we're that's it. They're only for TV now. Agent. Like like you can't introduce the Silver Surfer and Galactus and have the goddamn fucking Winter. I mean, but I, Soldier I, and Falcon now. But I do I do think it also makes sense because Falcon and Winter Soldier probably couldn't carry their own movie. Just like John Walker's but, John Walker's not going to be able to carry his own movie. But for a watching other TV series, as I mentioned, right? So I started watching um, The Boys, right? So The Boys and how they've carried it and how they've done it. As I told you, the first season was fantastic. I thought that the ending was a little eh. And the second season wasn't that, that wasn't didn't live up to the first season as far as I'm concerned, because I don't think they really thought they were going to get a second season. So um but you you establish characters that you're going to be watching on TV. Like I don't like in if in if Amazon or Hulu want to come out with again a boys made for app movie. That's fine. I'd probably watch that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I've invested my time into the series. But that's what this should have been was like a made for TV, like or made for Disney app movie. All right. So like the hype as far as the series coming in, I still would say no, not Siri series. Uh, I would say that again, I was looking forward to each episode of WandaVision more than I was looking forward to each episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier because it seemed as though there was more hype, there was more speculation, and it was the first series, the TV series we were getting, or the first Marvel content that we were getting in like two years, well, or felt like two years. I don't, I just didn't see that with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I didn't get that same level of hype. I didn't hear the chatter as much as WandaVision. And for me, I think that's one of the reasons why it kind of fell flat for me. Again, I'm disappointed because, you know, the insiders on Reddit and, you know, some of the other pages of giving, you know, the, the, the right information or some of the spoilers over the last couple of years, you know, they were, you know, 100% wrong. And I don't know if that was, again, part of the tactics that Marvel was doing was to try to throw out so much, other content to keep you so diluted from really what's going on or the basicness of what was going to really going to happen. It, it, like I said, it, it kind of, it's, it stinks because you ended off on end game and you're restarting this new series, like this new uh, um, storytelling for the next chapter. And it's, and, and uh, it's just starting off slow. So it's, it's just, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, I think it wasn't, I mean, kind of like what Nick said earlier, it, you just knew what the flow of everything was going to be, and then you had a lot of fillers in that, especially towards the end of the series. In WandaVision, you had no idea what was going on. They did a really good job of leaving you on a cliffhanger almost every episode. I mean, the first episode gave you nothing. The second episode gave you nothing other than the fact that they're changing the decade. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, we're at 50s, now it's the 60s and the 70s. You didn't know what actually what was going on until... Episode four at most when you when sword got introduced and when when you looked outside of the hex and you didn't I think it was just two different like parameters of those shows like yeah. that was what WandaVision was based around as compared to when uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier you just knew what the flow was going to be you kind of got a sense of that as it went on WandaVision so, you got nothing so are you going to feel robbed if like I said a Black Widow does somehow show you bits and pieces of this or if then shang chi shows you bits and pieces of this like because like, like I, I the joke the ongoing joke of of what i've been saying is that like black widow must be the best goddamn movie because they kept on postponing it well if yeah. there is inferences of either what happened in here either even if the power broker is brought up or what i mean if there's any inference because this is supposed to happen obviously before the blip so yeah 
if there's uh, any other storyline from this that goes into the next two stories, I'm going to feel kind of cheated and robbed because, again, you waited so long to come out with this. Right. And if it gave more context and more excitement for these things that are going on forward, then that, that's what I wanted. I don't want to be kind of cheated of that. Well, I was just about to ask you a question. If you mean like getting robbed as to seeing like something like, oh, this is like a Thunderbolts, you know, post credit scene or inference like towards Correct. the end of the movie of Black or Widow. Shang-Chi or it has to do with a Mandarin type of situation. Like if, if it right. references any of those things like. But so if those are going to take place before the blip, then the post credit has got to be a fast forward. I mean, because ta- I mean, Taskmaster is in the Thunderbolts, if I'm correct. 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 So, I mean, maybe that's the post. Maybe that's the post credit scene that we were supposed to see in Falcon and Winter Soldier. And now you're going to. I don't know why the hell they would pass it off. Maybe until we see Black Widow. Maybe it's just because that's when Taskmaster gets injured. I don't know. I don't it's know a, what the hell like Marvel's a, trying to do. Again, it's like I said, they're not going to reveal the really important jaw dropping moments in right. a television series. Yeah. And I think I, I remembered hearing this take and then running with it, how WandaVision felt like you were reading a comic book where every issue was something different. And this does feel like it was a movie where if they had cut out two to two and a half hours of stuff that just didn't really matter and felt like filler, it's it's like Captain America Winter Soldier Part 2. Like, it's I feel like it is the Captain America and it's Captain America and the Winter Soldier, the movie. That's what it was. Yeah. And that's how they ended it was with that new. It's not the Falcon in the Winter Soldier. It's Captain America in the Winter Soldier. It's kind of because you said so last episode when we were getting all the Bucky and Sam working on the boat kind of thing. That episode kind of made it that made it feel like a finale. That kind of made it feel mm-hmm. like that's why they should just release both episodes. They should just done. Uh, was it one? Wandav- no, I'm sorry. WandaVision did the reverse. They released two episodes to kick off the series. They should just release those together. But this ending, guys, again, this. So, again, we end WandaVision. Wanda is now free. Okay. White Vision is out in the universe doing whatever the fuck White Visions be doing. Okay. We see Monica Rainbow being like, that's it. I'm going to take over fucking sword type of shit or whatever the case is. Like, we get a, we get, we get conclusions that give you a, a wanting for the next story. Right. This ended like how? What, like, what is going on next? It's like you want to go have a goddamn fucking Forrest Gump boat party again at the end of the goddamn episode. Like, like there's nothing else going on in the world right now that we're just going to then all of a sudden barbecue time. And I get it. Fun. Yay. Let's end the episode on a high note. That brought up a like, lot of Bucky guy and invite to the cookout. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He brought cake. The characters don't leave you yearning for anything else. Yeah. Like when we last saw Bucky in the other movies, it was like, does he get his arm back? Does he lose the Winter Soldier persona? Like, like, yeah, you left the desire for those characters. There now were... that we know that now that we know that Sam is Captain America, like I said, what is next? Like, OK, but that's kind of the whole point. So if we take a character like Zemo, we didn't get a conclusion to his story, but we got a conclusion to this chapter in his story. If you look at. Bucky and and Sam as that. It's like we didn't get a conclusion to what's happening next, but what just what we just experienced, it's like, okay, period. Then we'll introduce you to something else later on. What we got with Sharon was we're not going to tell you the finality. We're going to lead you into something else. So there like there's two there are a number of ways to end things and continue a story. And I appreciate it when movies and TV shows do that, because to me, it kind of 
it's boring and repetitive to do the same thing over and over again, where you end a story and then something new comes out, new movie, and we have to introduce someone. We need an origin story. We need to introduce the villain. We need to do this. That's what's great about the MCU is it's like, we can just give you a little bit at a time and then tie everything together in, you know, six years over the course of 12 films and 13 television shows and whatnot. So it's like, it's never really over. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think if you, if you just sort of think about it like that, like, okay, it's like, I, I, really I want to be, I want to be positive though. I want to be happy. I want this. Like, I like what the direction of what they went, but to me, like I said, with them it's trying to dot their eyes and cross their teeth. Exactly. Like, you cancel the Netflix shows, you buy Fox, and then you, you throw this stuff out here and the pandemic and all this, you know, other things happen in the world. I get it. But like, it just seems sloppy. It just doesn't seem very characteristic. Like, as I was telling you during like WandaVision, like, it seemed like you just took all the FX people from Fox. Like, it didn't seem like a normal Marvel property. Like, it just seemed like you just took outsiders and asked them to do what you wanted. Right. It because felt, it was here, here's my next thing. You ready? So, guys, from what I see it, you taking Falcon and Winter Soldier, or are you taking John Walker and Zemo as a team? John Walker and Zemo. Of course. Absolutely. And to me, that's what I'm saying. If we're going in that direction, like Suicide Squad type of deal, right? And guess what? Falcon and Winter Soldier might have to be the ones that have to maybe step in to stop the Dark Avengers every once in a while from morally doing bad things. If they listen to Zemo, they're gonna they're gonna win. The Zemo fucked up the Avengers, bro. Like I don't like. So the, well, there is a perspective that a lot of people have, and I may be one of them. Sometimes I'm one of them. That the antagonist or the villain is a more dynamic character than the protagonist or the hero, and yeah. as a result of that, they're more entertaining. And you would rather watch stuff happen with a villain than you would with a hero. So yeah, give me John Walker and and Baron Zemo. Nine times out of ten, because occasionally you want the hero to win. But yeah, I mean, I I, I will say though, because you said that uh, they're already starting to reveal information of Captain America. Captain 4. America Four. Yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to the movie. I think the movie will be better than this series. I I don't know why, other than the fact that coming out of this series, I liked the uniform. I like Sam Wilson. I like that he was able to kind of prove that as much as he can be a victim of society, he's able to overcome that. And I love it. And I love the message. The only dirty undertone to this to me is that when they said that they weren't going to do anything to honor Chadwick Boseman or kind of do that transition from what we kind of heard, this kind of seems like this is the transition. Because if we remember again, when Chadwick Boseman came out, Black Panther came out, like, he was the new Malcolm X. He was the new Martin, you know, like he was like that, that he was an icon, he, an icon, but fictional. So like the impact of having someone fictional be an impact like that. And people think that Wakanda is a real place. And some of these other things is like, it, it, it's, it's craziness to me. So well, introducing Sam and how they finished it real place was like, doesn't seem that crazy to me. A super me- megla, high advanced society bigger than New York City exists and no one knew about it. Come on. Okay. Like, the, the, me? Like, the fictional <laughs> name of a place. Wakanda, like Maglapore or whatever the hell that place is. I can, exactly. I believe that place exists. Okay. But Wakanda, no, nah, I, I don't. Sorry. I can't. I don't, I don't see that one. I'm just saying, like, if someone pointed to the country Wakanda on a, a okay. map in Africa, I wouldn't second guess it. 
because I think his whole speech, like with Isaiah to sum it up when he was just like, you know, like, you know, I, I know what our people did for this country. I stand, you know, we bled for this country. You know, no one's going to tell me I can't represent these stars and stripes. And like the message that he was saying, like, boom, it, it gave me goosebumps. Like, that's exactly what I wanted to hear and how they got to it. Like, I get it to kind of make you feel a particular way to then sum it up to, with that high boost of energy with, with that message. Proud to but, be an American. Correct. But. Again, what and what sentence is that and like what statement is that taking? To me, I feel like you're trying to then pass the torch to then Anthony Mackey to be like that new black superhero, like that new like icon superhero. Well, I mean, this is this has been in the works for half a decade already. This has been before Chadwick Boseman so, did Black Panther. Like Sam Wilson as Captain America started in 2014. I unless we want to get like really conspiracy theoretical about it, if Chadwick Boseman knew that he was diagnosed with cancer back in 2014, and they were like, "Oh no, this guy's gonna die. We got to figure out another way." Well, we got Anthony Mackie as a Falcon. Maybe we'll just make Falcon Captain America. That'll work. Well, how long is that gonna take? I don't know. Maybe seven years or so to develop the character. Well, Chadwick will be dead by then, and then everything will time out properly. This is Hollywood, really. You think that this is like? <laughs> I just it's I the know any time. It's know the I, mouse. Yeah. Come on, all right. <laughs> okay. Like I'm just saying, but capitalize on this because I think if you're a comic book reader, right? When Tony Stark disappeared, Tony Stark no longer wanted to be Iron Man or whatever happened in that story, right? A female took over, right? Jane Foster took over as Thor. Female took over as a major hero, right? Sure, he took over as some kind of like Iron Man, also, I think, or Lionheart, or whatever her name is, or whatever. Oh, so, Riri Williams. Yeah. So I thought that maybe would have been the direction. I mean, obviously, they're going to introduce Jane Foster in the new Thor movie. So I thought that again, I thought that with already knowing Shiri, Siri or Shiri or whatever her name is, like Shuri. Shuri, there you go. Um, like, I thought that would have been like the, 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 the more practical thing to kind of do was to give that female empowerment because of the Wonder Woman and some of these other things that have been going on in Hollywood. So I thought that that would have been the smarter thing, not let's introduce Anthony Mackie as like that. Like, that's what I got. Like, I'm happy with the outcome, but it's just now reading that Captain America 4 in a movie. They didn't do a movie. We got a series. Now there's a movie because why? Like, they're testing to do the roof now. Like, that's what I'm like. So it's like. You didn't want to take the chance originally, and it, ultimately it's going to pay off for you. But like not taking the chance originally, I think it would have been more like it would have been more risque. It would have been better, but we know that the mouse doesn't do that. So. I mean, you said uh, right when we started recording these uh, these podcasts, you said something about how it, basically Marvel never misses. I don't know. I don't remember verbatim what it was, but it's like yeah, everything it's, Marvel touches along those, go along those lines, and it's right. You're 100 percent right, because they are they built themselves into a corner or they painted themselves into a corner where they can't lose. I know that's uh, kind of counterproductive, but yeah, because they've given themselves enough of a legacy, if they screw something up, they figured out a way to change the continuity. And yeah, they have, they have a window of opportunity to probably fix this. Maybe that's what Captain America four is going to do. I think, I think we probably were going to get a Captain America movie to begin with, because again, we've only seen Sam as Captain America for one episode. This could have been Captain, Like we just said, this could have been Captain America four. And you know, this could be just a whole money grab thing. Like, you know, let's just make a show out of this. Who cares? And then we're going to get Captain, you know, America four. It was Captain America three and a half. It Pretty was much. Captain America three and a half. It was halfway between Civil War and what we're going to get with Sam as Cap. Uh, but it was Captain America three and a half, Captain America and the Winter Soldier. 
That's what you know, was. maybe that makes maybe it made more sense because again, they changed the title at the end of the series to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yep. Um, by the way, how come no White Wolf? What the hell is this? Yeah, I, th- I, I thought mean, about that too. But um, Captain America and the White Wolf. He's not know, welcome so, to Wakanda anymore. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> awkward. He's not invited to that cookout. <laughs> I'm not invited here anymore. But by the way, can I get one of them super suits? Thanks, I appreciate it. Just I know. How, I still can't get over that. One more suit. favor. Still can't it's get clean. over that suit. So awesome. And they gave him two red birds. Now he has uh, twice as many. Okay, I got uh, another question for you guys. And then I got, and then, and then, and then I have to personally sum it up. You guys can continue, right? So, okay, here's the next one. So when they were shooting the tear gas down on all of them, right, to give the, the, the distraction, right? Sam's glasses now, as we've seen, are like high tech upgrade now. We can see, like, you can see, you know, body heat images. Like, you, he has more of a, of a uh, computer, I guess, on board on his on his face, right? Why isn't Bucky like what? Like, like some of he's these got, dudes like he's got because that same they don't. Jacket. They don't trust him. Obviously, they don't trust him. The arm that they gave him has a mechanism where they can. No, no, no. no. I no, no. I get that, but like that's that's like that's like everybody. Like like even like Steve. Like why would you not want some of the tech to make your life easier? Already be like I don't, I don't know. Like, that's, but that's why they don't give him the that kind of technology because they don't yeah. trust him. Uh, you make a good point. You do make a good point. All right, so. Final thoughts. We'll just say like it or love it. Uh, Falcon. I was going to say Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier for me, I would give it a six and a half out of ten. What about you guys? I'll give it a six. Um, but if you watch it as a whole right after you watch Winter Soldier or you actually watch the movies and you go watch that, I'll bring it up to an eight. Okay. I'm going to meet you guys in the middle ish, seven and a half out of 10. I, think- I liked it. I mean, Captain, Captain America out of the original six, like that's just who I, you know, favor towards uh, out of the original six, not all of them. Yeah. So I was really like, especially excited for this one. And, you know, again, there were a lot of things, like I said, those fillers really kind of like killed it for me. Those like those suck to watch for the past two, uh, everything, but everything, but the training, montage with the shield that made sense to put it in there yeah but everything else the fillers kind of just were like what the hell but again you know i liked i liked the you know involvement of uh incorporating john walker and him becoming u.s agent by the way all these freaking marvel fans bitching about that he was freaking captain america for five minutes like it that's that was the point you were supposed to not like him and now we're all like pumped up he's a u.s agent like come on and then you know Val possibly being Madam Hydra, and maybe we're going to get Thunderbolts or Dark Avengers. They invited so many no different problem. characters. I disagree. That can't happen. I already told. Can't what? Happen. Can't happen. What can't happen? Lady Hydra. I already, I already, I already. Madam Hydra, Lady Hydra, whatever her name is, already existed in Shield. So unless they're going to come up with some kind of weird loop-de-loo, I think they're wrong with that. I know everybody on TV. I know everybody on the. Uh, um, Social media, everybody thinks that it's her, right? But I think I was right when yeah. I, we talked about it last week. I think they're not going to use that persona because there was already one in Shield called that name. Who? I don't remember what episode it was, but I saw that they already introduced Lady Hydra as a character on Shield. Huh. Well, regardless, <laughs> the, the the incorporation of they just didn't. They invited a lot of new characters where we're going to get something out of this. Do I know what? 
no, I have no freaking clue what direction they're going to go with. That's what sucks. Is they really didn't leave you with that direction. Like maybe you got one division, but I don't know. Seven out of 10, seven and a half out of 10. Seven out of 10. Hey guys, it's been real. I got to go. Peace out. All right. Later, McMichael. Man, I'll tell you what, this has been an absolute blast. Who knows what's going to happen in the future as far as Marvel properties. I know we're getting Loki. I know we're getting some, uh, some movies coming out in the future. I mm-hmm. think depending on what happens, keep this thing going. Uh, we'll see what the quality of the, the TV shows are like, or the movies are like, but it's been a blast for me. I thank you very much for, uh, for joining me along this way. And as, as we, we start this new production, um, but yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. That was a blast. I mean, good ride. Yeah. All right, everybody. So that's going to do it. The, the season finale of the Falcon and the winter soldier, uh, till next time, whenever next time is thanks again. 